You're listening to the Prospect Dugout Network. Join me, Nick Swisher, live on Facebook every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern for my hit series, Kicking It With Your Boy Swish. Submit your questions for a chance to be on the show at prospectdugout.tv. Thanks again for listening. All right, well, let's do right. it. Welcome to the Infield In Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Hartman. I'm joined by Noah Vaughn, a player in the Oakland A's organization, and we're going to get to know him in just a minute. I kind of just want to roll into this quickly. Um, we might be hearing some news from Major League Baseball soon on a 2020 schedule. Hopefully that is something that's going to be worthwhile. I know the Korean league has started off with a bang, some home yeah. runs, some bat flips. That's pretty sweet. So MLB trash talkers is really big on posting those highlights. He's been posting them like, like crazy. So go ahead and check him out. Uh, that's my boy, Ricardo. Um, yeah. We have a great show for you on Tuesday nights at six o'clock for everybody watching on Instagram live. Tuesday nights at six o'clock Eastern. We got Nick Swisher in the house. He answers your questions. You can call in and talk to Nick Swisher. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Go to prospectdugout.tv to submit your question and uh, possibly get on the show. Um, if I know someone mentioned in the IG live comments that if you want to get posted on Prospect Dugout, go ahead and read the bio in our Instagram profile. Send us an email with your Instagram as the subject line with your video. So we can go ahead and get that posted for you. Got a lot of videos being sent in. We try to get to them as quickly as we can. Uh, without further ado, let's get into today's episode with Noah Vaughn. Noah, I just want to ask you, uh, for everybody that's listening, who are you? Who do you play for? Where are you from? And all that good stuff. Okay. So, um, Here's the gist of it. I am, my name's Noah Vaughn. I am 22 years old. Um, I am originally, like I said earlier, from Florida, Orlando, Florida. Um, I lived there for nine years before moving to Houston, Texas, um, the Woodlands more specifically. I went to College Park High School, and then I played college ball at the University of Texas at Arlington, up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, Played there for three years, got drafted by the Oakland A's in the 12th round in 2018. And now I am currently, I was with the A's, and then now I am currently um, seeking my next position in the baseball world um, because lots happened. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. And, yeah. My man, so you're going through a little bit, of unemployment. What has that been yeah. like? Um, I've been there before, uh, been yeah. a free agent a few years and I know the struggle of trying to go ahead and latch on. There's one thing going from high school to college and then college, your first, you know, shot at professional baseball. But then there's another thing when you've established yourself or played mm -hmm. a year or two in professional baseball and then all of a sudden you get released and now you've got to battle back. So tell me what that's been yeah. like for you. Uh, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, so I was with the A's from, like I said, I got drafted in 2018. I played a season and a half with the A's, pretty short stint. Um, I struggled a lot. There's no denying that. And I learned a lot. Um, but unfortunately, with everything going on, uh, the minor leagues was basically doing this thing where they paid all minor leaguers 400, 400 a week. So they upped the pay. And so there was just kind of massive cuts um, all throughout just minor league baseball and 
um, the A's, I think the A's like go of like 25, closer to 30 guys. And um, unfortunately I was one of those guys. And so now um, we're just kind of in this weird period where, um, you know, me and my agent are talking to teams and trying to get something figured out, maybe go the indie ball route, maybe go play overseas. Um, so we're kind of just in a waiting period because, you know, with everything going on, um, indie ball teams don't even know if there's going to be a season. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're playing overseas right now, but um, yeah, it's kind of just an odd time because, you know, I'm trying to be patient because I'm not really hearing a whole lot just because there's so much uncertainty. So, you know, teams aren't really jumping the gun to sign guys at the moment just with mm-hmm. everything going on. Um, but, you know, I'm just training, staying ready for whenever life does get back to normal and I'm sure things will pick back up and, um, you know, I'm sure I'll get a call and I'll get, I'll get an opportunity somewhere. And uh, I'm just kind of staying ready for that, for that moment. So I typed your name in at Google and for some reason, all I see is Riley's name everywhere. Oh gosh. A's prospect Noah Vaughn unleashes monster bat flip after (laughs) taking his wife deep. A's prospect Noah Vaughn hits Homer off wife, but she gets revenge. Vaughn's making the most of quarantine married life. There you go. (laughs) Noah Vaughn in the doghouse after bat flipping off his wife. (laughs) Dude, so what a competitive relationship. Not competitive, like like going at each other, but like competitive environment um, with Riley. Tell me what it's like um, being around her all day and and just being involved (laughs) in, in that kind of a competition mindset. I got to be careful because she's sitting. No, right no, there. no, no. It's okay. It's our podcast <laughs> no, no. right now. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, no, this is a hundred percent transparent. Um, it's, it's awesome. I mean, you know, it's kind of as a kid, you grow up and, you know, I don't know about everyone else, but I was always growing up. I was always attracted to like that one tomboyish kind of girl who was in the group and you could, you know, they would come play, pick up wiffle ball games with you and those kinds of girls. And, and it's weird. I, I feel like I married that, that exact person. And it's awesome because, you know, we get to compete every single day. There's something that is going on and we're finding a way to compete and challenge each other and hold each other accountable. And, um, you know, that's when we were dating. That's one thing that, that really struck me about her was that, you know, our regular date was to go to the cages at night. Like she wasn't like, hey, take me out to dinner and do all this. Like obviously every now and then she wants that, which is totally normal. But I mean, majority of the time in college, we were long distance. And so when we went and saw each other, it was always, hey, let's go hit or, you know, let's let's go get some sort of work in or go to the gym. And like, I know it sounds so cliche, but like, I don't know, that's just, that's always kind of what I was seeking. And I was really lucky to have found that. Um, but it's, I mean, the competitive side of things is, it's awesome. And, you know, what you all see out there is like, that's 100% genuine, especially with those bat flip videos. I mean, that was, we were lucky we caught that, but. Um, so I how mean, does that, how does that transfer? How does that, tra- I know you said that she's working on a website right now. So how does yeah. that, that competitiveness and that relationship, how does that transfer over into the business side of things? Cause obviously, you know, she's still playing, right. She's still playing pro fast pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then yeah, yeah. you're recently unemployed. So it's like, you're, both aware that there's things beyond playing professional sports. So how has yeah. that translated yeah. into that? No doubt. And so, especially with everything going on right now, there's no sports. So it's really a time and Riley for the longest time has had her eyes set on the school. She wants to, she wants to be, you know, a big name in player development. She wants to train elite athletes and she wants to grow her brand. And that's something she's been working at for a long time now. And um, again, her competitive edge when it comes to the business side of things is just as fierce. I mean, mm-hmm 
Um, she's the same way on the business side as she would be on the field. And I think it's awesome. I think she, you know, again, another one of those reasons why I married her, she's ambitious. Um, she has a lot of drive and when she sets her goal and she sets her eyes on something, she's going to get it. And, um, you know, she's working really hard right now to get this website launched. And, um, I mean, I'm excited for it. It's right on the verge. And so, um, she's definitely been busting her butt to get it going. And, and it's, it's fun to watch and just kind of be a part of, helping her as much as I can. And um, it's definitely going to be a big deal whenever it gets going. How do you think playing baseball has shaped your life in terms of like post playing goals and dreams? And oh ambitions? man, it's, it's everything. And that's, that's the one thing about our sport is that I feel like it's such a, you know, the game where you fail as much as you do in mm -hmm. baseball. Um, you know, everyone uses this, this saying that, you know, baseball is just like life and it's, that's a hundred percent true. I mean, the amount of failure that is thrown at you in the sport and, and how you have to learn how to handle that at a young age. And then you grow up and it gets harder and harder and you fail even more and it becomes a job to some people. And then you're still failing. You got to handle it um, and overcome things like adversity. Like I'm facing right now. I just got released. I have to overcome that and find a new job and keep going and keep going. And it only sets you up for success later in life, I believe, because that's life in a nutshell, right? And there's no handouts. Um, it's not, nothing's handed to you. It's not going to be easy and sunshine and rainbows every single day. And so, um, you know, I feel like our sport prepares us for life and builds character traits that you need to be successful in the long run more than, than any other sport does. And that's no bash on other sports. I think mm -hmm. every sport has character building, but with the amount of failure in this game, um, there's no way that you, you know, if you can overcome that failure, it's only going to make you better in the long run, just in life outside of the for game. For sure. For sure. So we've talked before and you said that your, your aspiration, your, your career aspiration is to be a college softball coach. So yeah. like, what, what are you doing now? You're, you're still seeking employment as a professional yeah. baseball player, but what are you doing now to kind of lead towards that end goal of being a college yeah. softball coach? Um, and so yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, everyone has their, their life goals. And obviously, mine has always been, you know, priorities. I want to play in the MLB. And that's still the goal. I mean, that's never changed. Um, that's yeah, that has, a, that I, has a time cap on it. There's only a yeah, no, exactly. time that you can do that. Right? Exactly. And so in my time frame, in my time window of chasing that dream, that's still 100% what I'm going after. Um, but you're right. You know, there's always ways to start preparing for the later, the later things in life. And so um, that is what, you know, I, I love to coach. I want to, I want to be able to stay in the game and compete. And, um, I don't know why the game of softball has just struck. This is going to drive my baseball followers crazy, but like the game of softball has just struck me as something that's really exciting. It's fast paced. Um, it's, it's quick. It just, I don't know. I just, I've been drawn more to, I feel like I want to coach softball more for some reason. And, um, you know, my father-in-law made a good point. The baseball world is, is very crowded. There's a lot of smart people out there. Um, and I don't want it to seem like I'm taking the easy way out, but in order to be a head coach in the baseball world at a big program, I mean, you gotta be, you've had to have been coaching for 20 plus years. And so, um, I feel like with Riley and I, we have this opportunity to, to be really, make a really big impact in the coaching world in softball. And, um, you know, I feel like we both love it. We're both passionate about it. We both want to stay in the game when our, when our days are over. Right. Um, and we both still want to compete. And I feel like it's, it's something that's right out there in front of us that we should definitely, you know, cling to and, and take advantage of because I feel like we'd both be really good at it. 
what could you what could you have done differently as a high school player? Um, you know, going into college, I, I want to let's not even let's not even get into the professional side of things. Let's yeah. just let's stop at college. But going into yeah. college from high school, what's something that you wish you would have a done more outside of baseball as a high schooler, mm-hmm. and b done more for your skill set as a baseball player? Yeah. So, um, high school is weird for me because like. I was always an under the radar guy. Like I was never, um, I played in a really good district with some really big names. Um, Luke and Baker, uh, Durbin Feltman are a couple to throw out there. I mean, just absolute studs. And so I was never a big name in my district. And so I always had to do the extra stuff that Mm -hmm. nobody wants to do. And I always had to just kind of fly under the radar and it was frustrating. I was like, I'm a good player and I'm putting up good numbers, but I still never really got recognition and everyone wants that recognition at some point. And so, um, but it kept me humble and it, it made me work and I never was content because I was always chasing something. And um, so as far as inside of the game of baseball, things that I um, wish I would have done different for just prepping me for college, there's really not a whole lot. I feel like, within the game, I, I busted it. You know, I was, mm-hmm. I was always showing up early, staying late and, and getting extra work in. And like I said, I think being an under the radar guy humbled me and mm-hmm. it made me into that person because it made me want more. I wanted that recognition. I wanted to go to a big D one. Um, obviously I went to a mid major, which was totally fine, but um, you know, I think inside the game, I wouldn't change a thing. I think I, you know, I, I did what I needed to. Now, as far as outside the game, um, I wish I would have fallen in love with the weight room a little earlier than I did. I think that a lot of kids, um, you know, 15, 16 year olds, 17 year olds, even, uh, they don't take advantage of the weight room at, a, at an earlier age. And I think that a lot of parents are, you know, afraid of that maybe, or they just, they're, you know, everyone says, Oh, he's too young. It's not going to matter anyways. But mm-hmm. I, I think that's, I don't think that's true. I feel like, had I fallen in love with the weight room at an earlier age, I could have made more of an impact maybe earlier in my college career. Um, and it wasn't until college that I did fall in love with the weight room and, and see how much that really affected my game. And so um, that's definitely one thing outside of baseball that I wish I would have dedicated more time to and taken a lot more seriously because I didn't realize how, how detrimental that could be. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to wrap up here, but before we go, tell me a about the shirt you got on. And then if you're able to tell us what the website is so people can start going to it maybe. And then anything you want to tell about the brand that you guys are working on and then we'll wrap it up. For sure. So this shirt that you see is my wife's um, it's her brand. It's Riley Sarton player development. And we actually just got a huge order of shirts in. Um, You can go to, is it Riley dash Sarton? So Riley dash Sarton.com. And on the 15th of the May of May, we will have all inventory. Uh, ready to be sold. So all you have to do is go to Riley-Starting.com. And we're also going to post on both of our pages um, a link to swipe up. We'll probably put it in our bio. You'll be able to go onto Riley-Starting.com to get these shirts. This is Riley Starting Player Development Wolf Brand. And then also um, shirts coming in today. I don't know if everyone's seen the video. If you have, if you haven't, whatever. But um, don't bat flip your wife shirts. We'll be in today. <laughs> um, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna send some over to Hannah Storm from ESPN. She she kind of made that saying uh, live on ESPN. It was hilarious. So okay. we've got the don't bat flip your wife shirts coming in uh, today. Again, those will be ready at the latest May fifteenth. Sweet. Um, it'll be the same link. We'll, we're just gonna sell them through Riley's uh, player development website. 
just to make it easy. And so you guys can go check that out. Um, and if you are a softball player, uh, up and coming softball player, one, me and Riley are going to be coaching one day. So we're going to try to create these connections now. Yes. But if you're an up and coming softball player and you're looking for really elite player development, I highly recommend going to my wife's website, Riley-Hart.com. Um, she has an amazing thing coming very soon. And it's already kind of been launched. There's been a couple. Dude, it's already here. It ain't coming. You guys are already all over. But but there's a bigger one coming. And more to come. um, More to come. The full website will be launching soon, and it's it's going to be elite elite training. And so if you are a softball player looking to get into that, I absolutely recommend that. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Well, Noah Vaughn, currently unemployed, but seeking. A position in a in a professional organization. Thank you yeah. so much for joining Absolutely. me, giving me your insights. I know it sucks to be in a position of, you know, a free agent, but yeah, the thing but is, it builds character because, no like you said when we we're talking about today, like you said, baseball is a game of failure, and that you you have to use these failures to push you forward and get ready for what's next. And so this is not going to hold you down. This is actually going to make you stronger. Yeah. It's going to Absolutely. make you move faster, be a little bit more agile, have a little bit better understanding of what's going on. Make sure you guys that are on IG Live right now, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, um, at Prospect Dugout. I want to know if you guys can do me a favor, since this is a podcast, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, please go ahead and drop a comment. Let us know uh, how you like this podcast, what your best takeaway from it was, and um, any questions or comments that you might have. Please leave us a review. That would be great as well. Noah Vaughn, it's been a pleasure to watch Absolutely. you get destroyed in backyard baseball by Riley. Um, yeah, yeah. You get your shots too, but it's always fun uh, watching you guys. So appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Uh, Absolutely, man. Thank podcast. you. Thank you for awesome. having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. So for today's episode of the Infield End Podcast, I'm Joel Hartman. We'll see you next time. Peace. Do you have a question for the Prospect Dugout panel? Head over to prospectdugout.tv to submit your question now. Want to have your question answered live by Nick Swisher? Head to prospectdugout.tv to submit your question now.